thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, you um, spending some time with you. And uh, I really love what you're doing with your podcast and talking to talking to veterans and really, really key people um, in the veteran community. That's that's really good. I'm 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 excited to see see you doing that. And uh, I know you've you've had some great guests and you have some more great guests coming up. So I'm I'm humbled and appreciative of being able to be one of those guests. Mission stands for Moral Injury Support Network for Service Women Incorporated. It is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and our purpose is to conduct research, education, training, and provide support to women veterans who suffer from moral injuries. So, moral injury and women veterans are the and women veterans service women are the key for what we do. Um, we also do some research related to moral injury in families, like spouses. We have a research project right now we're doing where we're looking at moral injury in spouses, service members who have been diagnosed with PTSD. That's our key is research, education, and training related to moral injury, but we specifically focus on moral injury in the lives of service women, women veterans, and their families. There are several different opinions and definitions out there about moral injury. How do you define moral injury? So there, there are several. It's one of those where there are several working definitions of moral injury. It's um, not as deep, uh, strongly founded in terms of like a, maybe PTSD or something where, where we have clinical definitions, agreed upon definitions within the larger research community. Moral injury has some definitions that definitely have commonalities, but not everybody agrees solely on what moral injury is. But in essence, you can think about moral injury is when someone's deeply held values about how the world should work or how things should be or what right or wrong is are violated by something they experience, something they see, something they take part in. So the key is deeply held. We all experience ethical dilemmas. We experience or do things that are maybe wrong, that we consider wrong, that we sin, if you will, if you if you like that word. Um, but moral injury is when it's something deeply held and it's something very traumatic. It could be something like killing in combat. It could be something like being sexually assaulted. It could be something like witnessing some atrocious act. Healthcare workers experience it often when they are forced to make life and death choices um, about people or that especially when they feel like the resources available to help people are there, but decisions are made uh, by management, uh, monetary decisions are made by management rather than, say, people decisions. So those kind of things can really trouble doctors. Um, but everybody's subject to moral injury. Moral injury is not just a military thing. It can happen in uh, equality and social justice issues. 
there's a lot of different ways it can happen. Uh, a, a spouse cheats on their husband or wife, you know, those kind of things. Like So anything that's traumatic that violates a deeply held moral belief is a potential moral injury. Awesome. So you did a you did a moral injury conference last year and you have one coming up this year. What is that conference that you're doing this year? What does it look like and how does a person sign up if they want to be part of it? Last year we did a military moral injury conference focused on service women. This year because we we had a lot of conversations with various folks about expanding the areas in which in which we wanted to talk about moral injury within a conference setting. This year we we are calling it the Comprehensive Moral Injury Conference. And that's because we're we're looking at moral injury in military settings, healthcare settings, equality and social justice settings, um, um, moral injury directed or, or related to service women and women veterans and chaplains and faith leaders. So so we really expanded the the possible topics this year because we wanted to help people understand that military or that moral injury is not just a military phenomenon, but it can occur in many different ways. And we feel like even those are are even though those are sort of disparate you know, issues, there are, they are all tied together by this concept of moral injury. And so if you can understand moral injury in various contexts, if you're a chaplain, a social worker, uh, a counselor, psychologist, um, you know, et cetera, then clinician, you can, you can understand that the person that I'm helping to work with even physical therapists, you know, the person I'm attempting to help, I might be trying to help them with some physical therapy issue, but realizing that the anger that I'm seeing in this person or, or the lack of emotional control at times or whatever the case is, depression, that there might be something greater tied to that, something deeper than just their physical pain. Um, it could be a moral injury. So, so this conference kind of covers that, and we have present pre, our our schedule is full. We have presenters from the UK, from Canada, uh, the US, of course, and uh, we have chaplains, psychologists, um, counselors, uh, uh, healthcare uh, experts are all you know presenting on the top of topic of moral injury from their point of view and our presentations include both research um, results and practitioner um, approaches so so some folks are talking about their research they're doing in moral injury others are are talking about the programs they're offering in maybe a VA setting or or in their own practice um, that are helping that are helping people. So it's a mix of research, practitioner presentations, and um, and and panels um, to discuss various various issues. 
So who can come to this conference with all of these um, medical and mental health providers and spiritual leaders? Um, is that who attends it as well? People who are looking for maybe continuing education uh, units or is any is it open for anybody to attend? Well, it, it, it is open for ever, anybody, but we the, the focus of our present of our conference or the the uh, the target audience, if you will, are those uh, professionals that are providing support and care. Um, so your your chaplains, your psychologists, social workers, clinicians, even nurses, and so on. We do. We are offering twelve hours of continuing education, and we're we're we are approved providers of the Georgia Psychological Association, the National Association of Social Workers, um, the Minnesota um, Marriage and Family Life Therapists. Um, we're, we're applying for that, the MFT. We're applying for the Association of uh, Physical Therapists and, and also Occupational Therapists, and, of course, um, chaplain certification. So we do offer those continuing education hours. Um, for those that need it, you don't have to be seeking continued education uh, if you don't don't need those contact hours for your profession. But if you're working with, if you're in some kind of support field, uh, counseling field like that, this is a conference that's you know aimed at you. Um, last year's conference, we sort of mixed it in with healing, like some healing modalities. This year, we, we kind of separated those out. We're focusing on professionals. And then we're, we're in process of developing, like, retreats or conferences that are more focused on, on um, survivors and helping those people, um, where this one, this year's focused on professionals. So the Survivors Conference, we're, we're looking to do that in person once, once the COVID restrictions, um, you know, are, are lightened. Um, so when what what is the what are the dates of this year's conference? When is it going to actually be taking place? So June eighth through the tenth, and because we because people will be attending from from around the world world essentially, um, we are doing them in the afternoon. So it starts you know sign in starts at noon. Um, Eastern Time on June 8th. And each day, June 8th, 9th, and 10, sign-in starts at noon. Um, and then the first the first presentation starts at 12.30. And it goes to about 5.15 or so in the afternoon. And we're recording everything, and those recordings will be, recording and transcripts will be available post-conference so that if people miss some some sessions they can once the videos are uploaded they can get those sessions they can read the transcripts um and they don't have to miss the information um, we're also doing for the first 200 people who register we're also offering a chance for them to participate in um what we're calling Let's Talk Moral Injury Sessions. And those sessions are going to happen 
in the mornings before the conference um, and probably the morning, the first morning after the conference on the 11th. Uh, and those in those sessions, people will be able to just meet with presenters and and ask them more in-depth questions than maybe they're able to do in one formal, you know, 30-minute or 45-minute session during the conference. Uh, so that gives them some some small group time, some, some special time with presenters, and that gives presenters some extra time to, uh, you know, answer those in-depth questions or, or talk about uh, other aspects of their research or their program that they don't have time for in the formal sessions. And those are at no extra cost. We're not charging anything extra for that. It's just if you're one of the first two registrants, um, we're going to give you going to give you that access. And how does a person register for it? Um, what website do they go to? Or yeah, yeah. so yep. Yeah, so I understand you're going to post post a link. They can go to our our homepage, chaplainconsultants.com, and then they can click on the services menu at the top and the drop down will will have the 2021 comprehensive moral injury conference they can click on that they can see all of our different sponsors we have some great sponsors for the conference they can read the specific information they can see the continuing education certification and that sort of thing and then they'll click on a link to go to the registration form and and they can register right there Registration is $100, um, and then if you're getting continuing education, you add the $5 for the certificate. And, uh, again, for that registration, you're getting access to to all conference sessions, um, recordings, transcripts, uh, handouts and brochures that, that presenters provide, and you're getting a one-year membership to our, our dialogue social media platform, which is focused on moral, the subject of moral injury. Well, thank you so much for sharing all this information about this. Drs. Sonia B. Norman and Shira Megan, at the Department of Veterans Affairs define moral injury in this way. In traumatic or unusually stressful circumstances, people may perpetrate, fail to prevent, or witness events that contradict deeply held moral beliefs and expectations. 1. When someone does something that goes against their beliefs this is often referred to as an act of commission and when they fail to do something in line with their beliefs that is often referred to as an act of omission. Individuals may also experience betrayal from leadership, others in positions of power or peers that can result in adverse outcomes, too. Moral injury is the distressing psychological, behavioral, social, and sometimes spiritual aftermath of exposure to such events. 3. A moral injury can occur in response to acting or witnessing behaviors that go against an individual's values and moral beliefs. In order for moral injury to occur, 
the individual must feel like a transgression occurred and that they or someone else crossed a line with respect to their moral beliefs. Guilt, shame, disgust, and anger are some of the hallmark reactions of moral injury, example 4. Guilt involves feeling distress and remorse regarding the morally injurious event, example I did something bad. Shame is when the belief about the event generalizes to the whole self, example I am bad because of what I did. 5. Disgust may occur as a response to memories of an act of perpetration, and anger may occur in response to a loss or feeling betrayed. 6. Another hallmark reaction to moral injury is an inability to self-forgive, and consequently engaging in self-sabotaging behaviors, example feeling link you don't deserve to succeed at work or relationships. Thank you, and have a nice day.